John 14, verses 13 through 15. Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give shall never be thirsty. But the water that I will give becomes a fountain of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty, nor come all the way here to draw water. I'm Wanda Hardy Kidd, a retired campus minister in my late 60s from North Carolina. A couple of years ago, burdened by grief, I left home alone. A road trip, just me, my truck camper, and a broken spirit. But I found healing in my desert wandering. These short episodes capture parts of that journey. Journey Through the Desert, Episode 14, Water and a Wash. Throughout the desert, water is noteworthy. Those who choose to live there are always seeking ways to gather, preserve, and manage the use of water. There are a few rivers. Some actually flow, and others have big names like the Rio Grande, but are actually small rivulets surrounded by rocks and cottonwood trees. Denoting where the water consistently pools is important, because you might need to know that someday. I was fascinated by the presence of washes or gullies throughout the landscape in the desert. There were even road signs denoting them by name, like Dead Man Wash and Jackrabbit Wash. Since I came from the east with an abundance of water, I had little knowledge of what those wide paths were through the desert landscape. What little I did know, I learned from an episode of the Saturday Morning 50s show named Sky King. In that episode, Uncle Sky's niece, Penny, and a friend were leading their horses through what they thought was a well-worn trail, when, with no warning, they heard a wall of water coming towards them, which put them in real and present danger. Of course, Uncle Sky saved them with his twin-engine Cessna, but my takeaway was that water in the desert is a resource of extremes. I have a friend who grew up in Arizona and spent time in Germany when her husband was in the military. She said when they went sightseeing with others through the European countryside, her friends found it humorous that her delight was in the rivers and the lakes rather than the castles and the mountains. As a desert dweller, she understood the paradox of water. In the desert, there is either too little or too much, and both of those are dangerous. No one can survive without water, but too much water is equally perilous. I have been in the desert when the sky opened up and the dry earth could not absorb it in real time. It is terrifying. Much of our lives are like that. The very things that are needed to survive, like water, may change without warning and overwhelm us. The qualities we believe to be our strengths can quickly become our downfall. A person who wants to be fit and healthy can become obsessed with exercise and controlling food consumption. A person who wants to successfully use their gifts for a career can become sucked into the belief that they are nothing without that success. A person who wants to provide for their children with love and support can become so overprotective that they deprive their child of the space and independence to grow into well-balanced young adults. So many of the endeavors that start out as noble can turn on a dime. Being healthy, finding meaningful work, and providing love for others are all valuable quests. 
However, when those wholesome goals break from their moorings and anchors, they can easily lose their stability and even damage themselves or others. In addition to faith, hope, and love, Jesus taught balance and truth. The woman at the well thought Jesus was offering her a solution to her desert water dilemma. She believed the living water he told her about would allow her to not have to face the women at the well, and she would have just enough. Jesus knew that the amount of water was not as important as her ability to survive the extremes of her life. What she truly needed was for someone to know her truth and love her anyway. Jesus did that for her. To tether ourselves to a Savior who understands the extremes of life and stands with us whether our life is parched or the water is rising is to understand the meaning of the cross. Trust you, O oh God, to be with us when our life feels like we are camping in the desert, and we do not know if the water hole has dried up or the clouds are gathering on the mountains. Help us to prepare for both with your tender mercies. Amen. This is Mitch Randall, CEO of Good Faith Media. We provide reflection and resources at the intersection of faith and culture through an inclusive Christian lens. Visit us at goodfaithmedia.org, where you'll find our news and opinion, video and podcast, bookstore and journal, and our travel experiences. You can also make a tax-deductible contribution to support our work and make podcasts like this one, Journey Through the Desert by Wanda Hardy Kidd, possible. goodfaithmedia.org. Thanks for listening.